Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. From the ultimate Seminole sports source comes another original live content production. Stretched off with Devontae Love-Taylor. You bring the live rounds, he'll bring the pancakes. And now, number 58 in your programs, but number one in your hearts, here's the man of the next half hour, Devontae Love-Taylor. Took some of the juice out, but man, let's do it again from the top. It's Devontae Love-Taylor here. It's Trench Talk on Warchant TV Live. Devontae, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, man. Uh, your first game back in action after a few weeks off. Uh, is it a little, was it a little tougher to get out of bed on Sunday, or were you still spry and young and, and rejuvenated? Uh, a little bit, but, you know, just another week. Got to get out of bed. Got to move on. I hear you. So how was, it, how was it Saturday? Obviously not the result you guys wanted, but I guess just that atmosphere, uh, going toe-to-toe with that program for 60 minutes. Uh, how would you kind of summarize your thoughts on that game Saturday? You know, it was disappointing at the end, you know, like, like I said, you know, we we go into every game having the confidence that we can win, and we had the confidence that we were going to win that game as well. And, you know, we we kind of shot ourselves in the foot, and they came back to get us. But, you know, we can't dwell on that. we got to learn from our mistakes and get ready for this week. Did that place live up to the hype, I guess? Like, what, was it every bit as hostile or loud as you, you heard it was going to be? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty loud. It was, it was a cool place to play at, but it was just – it was different. It's real steep, like on top yeah. of the place. It's going to be like that in the swamp, so uh, be ready for that. Uh, we begin here with Scott June. Just like to ask you this question again. Do you think we can win out? Keep up the great work. Uh, like I said, I, I do. I, we go into every game with the confidence that we can win because the way we prepare, we don't feel like a lot of teams prepare the way we do. Uh, you're out at our practices. You see how uh, tough it is, how hard we compete uh, every day. So I feel like we can. Man, you know, we speak to Coach Norvell on Monday, and, you know, it's he always talks about the, the response that you guys have on Sundays, and he's always kind of proud of the way you guys respond. I mean, how have you guys – has it been any different these Sundays than last season? Maybe not in terms of the sense of the belief, but just the fact that you guys have been so close is that – helping you guys come in with a kind of a good attitude every Sunday? Yeah, I mean, compared to last year, it's just this year, the it's it's there. You know, we're we're not losing games by a lot. And they're not they're all the games that we play and have been have been winnable. So it's just you can't let the last game affect the next game. And that's winning or losing. So it's just having a having a short memory and focusing on what's ahead. 
So when do you guys actually, or, or how much film, because we always hear about faceless opponent, you guys are worried about yourselves. How much of, of the week is actually looking at stuff from NC State, and do you have any kind of sort of feel for, for what they try to do on defense? Well, so a lot of the stuff is um, you, the best practice, the best like film I want to say or preparation you can get is actually going out there and doing it. And that's what practice is for. Most of the time in film, we watch the mistakes that we made at practice. And a lot of the the opponent film study is, is based on your own because you're going against individual opponents. And, you know, coaches don't have time to go over each person on the defensive front and talk about what they can and can't do. That's And we only get a chance to meet for maybe an hour and a half a day, if that, in the mornings um, by the times we do walk through everything. So that's where it comes in the individual standpoint. Uh, we'll go to get down or lay down. How would you rate your own play this past weekend? Um, I made a few mistakes. I could always play a lot better. You know, I got to keep growing and getting better every single week. I know you don't like talking about your health, but Wes and the Villages – uh, a, a percentage, or I guess maybe if you want to go too detailed on that, I guess uh, nobody's feeling all that good in November, I think, <laughs> playing football, but uh, are you any more or less than the, than the ordinary guy right now that's playing uh, football? No, I mean, everybody that's playing college football, NFL, even high school football right now, they're pretty banged up, but I feel pretty good. All right. well, uh, get down or lay down follows up with, as fans, we can see tangible results. We do see improvement. We, we really do. It's it, You guys do look better, man. I, would, I just wish that the results would be better for you guys. Uh, is it harder for the players to see the results that we see on the outside since you guys are involved in the process? Um, I wouldn't say it's harder, but it's definitely more frustrating when you're a player because, like, y'all can't really control what we do, but we can. You know, we're the ones out here that are bringing out the results. So it's more frustrating for us than fans. All right. I want to um... – I got to do this one thing here real quick, so bear with me. I should have had this done before. I, I do. I, I know you said you could have done a couple of things maybe better. I think you always grade yourself a little more difficult than you should. Uh, I went back and watched the game on Sunday. I was actually at the game Saturday, but, you know, it, everything's chaos, so it's hard to kind of judge. Uh, but I went back and watched the replay yesterday, and on that first scoring drive you had, which I think was your guys' second drive of the day, uh, that ended with, with Jay Sean catching that touchdown, uh, it all got set up by this nice run. Check out our guy, 58, on the screen right here. Do you remember this play, Devontae? Getting ready to play it for you. I mean, this is this is you just being the bouncer at the club, and James Skalski uh, spoke spoke bad to the bartender, and you had to you had to handle him, man. So this I remember this play vividly. Like just just get oh what so how, how do we how do we characterize that? That is that like a decleater? I mean, no, that's just that's just the back making making me right you know i don't know that's just playing football to be honest all right <laughs> you're too humble man i mean you told the, the guy's like one of the best linebackers in the country man you, you didn't put him on roller skates man you just sent him all the way um you know down the field crashing down so you can you can be a little bit humble i guess <laughs> uh, just how was it a different level of athlete you guys were going up against Clemson? You guys didn't seem overwhelmed at all, but we keep hearing about how talented that Clemson front is. You know, Coach Dillingham, I think, said as much. Coach Norvell said as much. Jordan said as much after the game. Uh, you know, how would you describe, I guess, the, the ability of that defense and I guess the confidence you guys have after going toe-to-toe -to -toe with them for 60 minutes? Well, you know, they, they were a very good defense. I mean, you've seen that every week. You know, they, they played the number one team in the country the first – 
uh, game of the season, only let up 10 points, I think. And uh, it showed. I mean, they were very talented. They they had a lot of great blitzes that they drew up. You know, they I don't ever I don't think they did. I think we were in 59 plays. I don't think they showed us the same thing twice. You know, so I think they showed us something different every single play. And they didn't make many mistakes. It's crazy that they can do that, right? I mean, I, I think that's what Kenny said last Monday was they're going to pressure, but they sh- you don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, they, they have the same sort of game plan to, to put the pressure on opposing offenses every single week, but no one really kind of knows how it's going to be attacked by them. Uh, but again, man, you guys you guys hung tight in there and, and you know, shoot, man. Almost had that one in the, in the, in the bag, but, you know, anywho, we, we progress on. Uh, Wesley says, was that a pancake? Was it we, we not call that a pancake? Is, is it, was that just you playing football, Devontae? I mean, no, we're not trying I to make, I wouldn't call it a pancake. Okay. We're not trying to make him feel bad. <laughs> trying to show some of the stuff out here. All right. So uh Tuesday, you guys get back to practice. I mean, how excited do you think you guys are to to really get back and, and get another game week going here as a uh, as November, man? These these next four games, I mean, there, there's a huge amount of opportunity for you guys. I guess how excited are you to get back to, to work on Tuesday? I mean, we're just excited to go out and compete against each other. You know, like like uh, I say, iron sharpens iron. And, you know, we're going to go out and compete against our D-line, who they handle business every Saturday, so they're going to continue to make us better. And, you know, same thing with other position groups, and we're just going to keep learning from our mistakes and getting better every day. Get down, lay down, back asking, do you guys hear the nonsense noise uh, from the outside after a game like Clemson, or do you focus on yourselves and not listen to podcasts? He listens to Wake Up War Chant, maybe, uh, and news <laughs> outlets. So, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't know. I think I'd, I would probably scroll through social media after a game. I scroll through social media after we do a show. Uh, are you able? I mean, I don't know if everybody does, but I guess for you personally, I mean, how, how do you handle uh, social media during a season? I was good until uh, Jordan Travis sent me a tweet today uh, from Dave Portnoy. I think <laughs> the guy that does Barstool. Yeah, and he yeah. called me. He called me a fat lineman in one of his tweets because uh, I didn't stop the touchdown to keep him covering the spread. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he you know, he's not, he's, he was biased. He he obviously had money <laughs> laying on that situation. Yeah, I think he said he. I think he said he lost a quarter of a million dollars. And uh, I'd I'd probably called me a fat lineman too, to be honest. Oh, stop it! <laughs> do you do you guys pra- Did you do you guys practice like that last just the the lateral craziness? I mean. are can you simulate that in a practice? Have you guys ever been able to get that kind of performed at, at a session? Yeah, we practice it. Uh, I want to say once a week or twice a week. And um, usually it's a lot cleaner. But I think, like I said, they don't do the same. They didn't do the same thing every play. And I'm sure they practiced it too. They probably seen it ran four or five years ago and knew it was coming. So what is your guys' job? I mean, like, I don't, you know, I don't want you to give us the play call, but like, are you guys told to just to go to keep going downfield as much as you can and block somebody? Like, what is your guys' role in a play that is so unpredictable? Once it gets caught behind the line, we're supposed to go down the field and block. All right. And there's just, there's ten guys just running around, scattered as one yeah. other guy. Just chaos, chaos. All right, let's see here. Gator Kirk, our guy from Virginia Beach, Virginia, who would eat the most at an all-you-can-eat buffet? Wishing you and the team an excellent week of practice. Wallop the Wolfpack, go Knowles. Uh, I would say uh, Robert Scott. He loves like he always talks about he wants to go to Golden Corral. Um, 
he, he's a very big McDonald's guy. Huge. I remember uh, one of my first times hanging out with him, he asked me to take him to McDonald's because he didn't have a car. And I think his like, meal total was like $28. That was just all for him, though. He, you know, when I when I interviewed him and Dix over the summer, I mean, he was talking about like he goes to McDonald's three times a day, um, and just orders like just goes crazy. And I'm like, come on, yeah, man. no, he's he's real. Like he he obviously, you know, he's he's nicest kid in the world. He asked me if I wanted something. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like just all the food you ordered that made me kind of sick to my stomach. I'm good. I know, right? It's like watching him will will we'll fill all of us up here. Yeah. Uh, Michael Brown says, does playing a good defense like you just saw make you feel more confident about seeing good defenses down the stretch? Um, I wouldn't say that because, you know, every week's a new week and teams are going to look at what they did that was successful against us and they're going to try to do the same thing. So you just got to have that mindset that every week you don't know what you're going to get. But that's why they say you gotta, you're facing a faceless opponent. As long as you're at your best, it doesn't matter what defense you're going against. Uh, get down or lay down adds that his best friend played offensive line for NC state back in the day. So please, for all love uh, things, holy beat them. He's too big for me to beat up. So we gotta, mm-hmm. we gotta rely on you to, to come through. Uh, Shande asked, do you think Mackenzie Milton will ever be a coach or do you think do. he would be a good coach if he decides to be a coach? I do. I think it would be a great coach, you know, just his leadership ability and his knowledge of the game and how personable he is. He's just a great guy. He's a great friend, a great teammate. And he knows football really well. Does he try to coach you guys up between, you know, series at all? I mean, I see him on the sideline. Like, you can just tell he wants to be in the game so bad, but he obviously wants to do everything he can to help the team. Does he Does he offer, like, an extra set of eyes, at least, like, maybe Jordan between series? I, be- I believe him and Jordan talk a lot on the sidelines. You know, with us, he's just very encouraging. and You know, same with the rest of the team. He always cheering on the defense. Miss Palalis is here. It's Carol. She says, hopefully being back in Tallahassee with Seminole fans predominantly in the stadium, it will help the team's spirit and momentum against NC State this Saturday. Was Clemson the loudest away game stadium that you have ever played in? Did it impact anything in the game? Go Seminoles, bring home a victory. Uh, Yes, it was. the Yeah, it was. Because the only place I played in that big was the Hard Rock, and it was nowhere near as loud as Clemson. And I would say it might have affected the snap like once or twice. But other than that, you know, we had great communication and everything. Was it louder than Doak against Notre Dame? Not even close. And it wasn't louder than the crowd noise that they play in practice either. My goodness. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, I don't thank God it's a home game. So you guys won't be playing with that. It means I don't think we'll hear piped in music until maybe the Florida game. But folks, I'm telling you. Devontae's not lying. I mean, you should believe him, obviously. You know, but if you don't, uh, believe me that it is it is painfully loud. I mean, you can't even talk to the person next to you. But that's – I was thinking about that during the game, Devontae. Like, when they, they started getting kind of loud and lathered up, uh, I'm like, man, this is really loud and tough to probably communicate. But I'm like, this is kind of on par with what they practice yeah. on. So, this Mike Norvell guy knows what he's doing, it seems like. <laughs> um, William Flynn, do you enjoy ice baths? After practice, I don't enjoy them, but I will take them because my body will appreciate me later. But no, I don't think anybody enjoys ice baths. To be honest, do you do you hop in the ice tub after every practice? 
Well, no, not after every practice because um, sometimes I just go straight to rehab after practice or you have to lift after practice and you want like the ice bath to be the last thing you do. So you never, no, nobody really does them like right after practice if you have like rehab or anything like that. What would be your, your self-care post-game routine when you were in high school comparing it to what like what you go through now after a game? Oh, I didn't do anything in high school. Like, I just went home. Or I went, went like, and ate food and then went home and then got up and went to Little League games the next day. But now it's like get a bag of ice, then come back Sunday morning, get a couple hours worth of treatment, go lift, get another hour worth of treatment, then meetings, then practice, then more treatment. Eric Angel asks you, Devontae, what's your favorite television sitcom growing up or your favorite current sitcom? Uh, Friday Night Lights. What happened? Really not a sitcom, but we'll roll with that. I mean, not, yeah. I, mean I, don't even, I don't even know a sitcom that's out on TV right now. Yeah, and I don't I, really watch it, sitcoms, but that's like the best TV show I can do. I'm not. I'm a big movie guy. Okay. Did you Did you see Friday Night Lights the movie first or the TV show first? I saw the movie first. I, I think I saw the movie when it first came out, and then the show I didn't watch until I was in high school. But I've watched it like four times since then, and I'm still watching it right now. What are like your top three football movies of all time, not counting Friday Night Lights? Remember the Titans. Okay. Um, let me think. Let me think. Any given Sunday. Yeah, you can put any Sunday in there. The program. That's oh. my. That's my. That's my generation. That's my. I like time. the program. I like the program. What's the one where the guys? A, he's a professor. And he, uh, the one that has Sinbad in it, it came out in like the oh, 90s. unnecessary roughness, yeah, unnecessary roughness, yeah. Look at you, that's a good one, that's a good one. You're so cultured, man. I didn't, I didn't know <laughs> that one, man. That's like, yeah, that's reaching way back, man. Um, let's see here, yeah, uh, that's the genre you like most. Is, is it football movies? Is it like sports biopics? Like, what, what is what's the go to movie on movie night with DLT? Uh, superhero movies. Okay, I'm a big Marvel guy. Who's your guy then? Like, who's who's like the Mar? I don't even like. Is Thor? Is that is that Marvel universe? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. So you got Thor, the whole Captain America. Okay. Spider Man, Iron Man, all those guys. What did you do for? Did you do anything for Halloween? Was it was there a couple's costume? Was there nothing? No, no, I didn't do anything for Halloween. You know, Tallahassee's a dangerous place on Halloween. I figured it was just safer to stay inside. Come on, that dangerous. Um, what what's your favorite hol- What's your favorite Halloween candy? Like Reese's Cups, or are you, you gonna go off? The yeah, board definitely. No, I'm straight Reese's Cups and Snickers. All right. Did they, Did you guys have any trick or treaters at the crib with Brady and and uh, Bryson? We did not. Then, they, but they would have been disappointed if they uh, if they did. I don't know. We would have given like a bottle of water or something. <laughs> a bag of pretzels. Oh man. Um, I don't know. Sean Day's asking, "What recruits are you most excited to play with?" I don't know. I don't think you're going to be here next year, are you? Is, is that part of the plan? Do I, is there something I don't know? No, I'm all out of eligibility, I believe. <laughs> but if I was going to be here, probably uh, Quayshon Sapp. Oh, look at that! Like our guy knows what's going yeah. on in the recruiting world. Well, I always know what's going on. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, 
So are you allowed to talk? Can they like DM you? I know like they can't talk yeah, to coaches. They can't. They can. Have yeah, you looked can, at his film at all? Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. You know, we follow each other on Instagram. Um, when he was up here, I talked to him, and we talked back and forth here and there. Um, Carol adds, and I've never seen this, but she says to watch Brian's song, the original. I didn't realize they did a remake, um, "Oldie But Goody." I know it's about the, about Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo. Um, yeah, man, I think even like my uncle cried watching that movie. Though, that was so it. Like, was that the one that was at Texas? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was their time playing the Bears when they were playing in Chicago. Um, but yeah, check it out. Oh, Brian another, one, another one. Another one. Another uh, one. The Express, the Andy Davis story. That's a good okay. one too. Okay, I, I I haven't seen that. I haven't seen a lot of movies, uh, but I got to put that on the list. That that is on the that is on the list. Speaking of films, D Hobbs asked, when you watch film on your next opponent, do you watch their wins? to see what they did right or their losses to learn how they got beat. I like that question. Thank you, Go Knowles, he says. So you don't look at, like, the big picture, whether the game itself was a win or loss, but you look at whether the plays were successful or they were unsuccessful or what techniques the offensive line were using that were successful versus what was unsuccessful and stuff like that. Is it, Are you usually watching, like, the most recent game, the most recent two, or are they showing you cut-ups of every single week they've been playing so far? Well, individually, when I start, I always start at the latest game and then go – I'll find teams that run, like, similar plays that we run, and I'll watch those games and see how they played against those. Is there somebody on the staff that's responsible for getting that stuff ready for you, or, like, do you just log onto an iPad and you can just pull up, like, NC State's All-22 and look it at yourself? Is there, like, um, a, is there like well, a website for you guys? Are you guys as football players? And we, football have players? we have an app that like only we can access and like, we can't like, you can't screen the court off the app. You can't take pictures on the app or anything. It's like really locked down. But uh, our graduate assistants, they have cut-ups for everything, like every down and distance, every individual player, whether it's their sack cut-ups, like plays they made sacks, TFLs. Um, they have, they have it based off formations, based off, um, play schemes, based on anything you can think of, there's cut-ups for. So there's like an outside chance you might line up against Corey Dernan at some point. Like, is it easy to remember somebody's tendencies or like, are you in the heat of battle and it's just, it's everything is like reflex by and large? So I never really got to uh, go against Corey when he was here um, much no. because I was playing tackle last year. And he was more inside. And I think I only went against him one week because I think I started last year at guard against Jacksonville State. And even when you're in season, you don't see the um, – you're going against more of the scout team guys, and he was never on scout team. And then in the spring, I believe he was hurt last spring. Yeah. When we first got here, so I didn't really get to see him as much. All right. Get down or lay down, carrying the day for us. His name's Kyle. Thank you, Kyle, carrying the day here. It seems like every team gets hyped the most to play FSU. Are you guys cognizant of that before a game? Do you see it? Do you feel it? Yeah, I, I could say that. I remember um, last year, Coach Atkins, he was talking about it. I, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but he said, you know, when, when FSU loses, it's not such and such. It's not like this team beat FSU. It's FSU lost to 
you know, because it's always FSU's the main. That's who everybody looks at, you know. But that's across the country. And so, you know, you always have a target on your back. But that's why people come here. You guys are everybody's Super Bowl, you know, pretty much. So uh, it's good in the bad of playing here. Uh, Shonday's back. What's his avatar, by the way? It's like Dennis Quaid. What a strange avatar, Dennis Quaid. He was in any given Sunday, by the way. Cap Rooney. I think that's who he. I think that was his character. Uh, Sean, he, what a good casting, though. Like Dennis Quaid looks like a aging thirty-eight year, like or like a Philip Rivers aging quarterback. Anyhow, uh, Sean asks, who's the best lineman that you've ever played against? There's so many to name. You know, I I played against both the DNs that got drafted last year in Miami. Both the DNs that got drafted on our team last year. I go against Jermaine every day of practice. Fabian, Pierre. Uh, the guys I've gone against this year, there's so many, it's hard to count. That Jermaine Johnson guy's pretty good, huh? Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> nah, yeah, that guy's different. Uh, make sure he finishes out the string for us, Devontae. Make sure I know I know he's got he's got bigger <laughs> fish to fry, man. Tell him at least at least show up for the Florida game. I'd I'd really appreciate that. Oh, uh, William Flynn asks, when you are under pressure on the field, describe your personality versus off the field. You seem to be the same guy. I see you on the field. You seem to always be kind of level, but I don't want to put words in your mouth. Uh, yeah, in the heat of battle, are you any different, man? Is there like an extra gear? Is there is there game day Devontae that we don't see here on Monday nights when we talk? I mean, I'm I, like I'm more like serious, but you never want to be too high or too low. You know, you got to find. Um, we read a book as a team for uh, the season, and it was it was called uh, Chop Wood, Carry Water. And in the book, it talks about your warrior diet, which is what like. I guess what temperature you want to be at to where you have to perform. And I always try to keep mine around like four or five where I'm like just calm enough to perform, but I'm not too excited to where I'm trying to do too much, but I'm not too relaxed to where I don't do enough. Happy medium. Everything in moderation, Devontae. Mm-hmm. Everything in moderation. When your teammate makes a mistake and feels like he let the team down, what do you say to get him back in the moment? Um, you just try to build their confidence back up. You know that at the end of the day, there's never like, no matter what fans see, there's never one person that can cost the team a game. You know, even in certain, there's if you're just putting a bad scenario, and somebody makes a mistake, that's not that's not them losing the game. There was something that was done before that that put them in that situation. So you always got to remind them that like. They know who they are. They're good enough to be at this level, and you just got to keep building their confidence. And it's one of the things, too, I imagine, where it's like you guys know when you missed your assignment. Like, you don't need anybody really. Like, you know, it's like, all right, man, I, I, I know. I know. Like, I'll be good. Yeah. yeah, you always want to treat it as like it's yourself. Like, how would you want people to approach you if you were in the same situation? Speaking of, like, picking up teammates, so did Dylan introduce this whole, like, I feel like you guys dap each other up before like every snap, like you guys like line up and it's like, everybody's like pounding each other before a snap happens. Is that like to make sure that you guys are all like ready to go? Is that something new? Is, is that yeah, it's just a form of locking in, like letting the guy next to you know that you got his back and that you're ready to go. Uh, here's your biggest fan in St. Petersburg, Russia, Ingvar. Put some love from St. Petersburg, Russia to Devontae for me, please. Go Knowles. Fans okay, I appreciate Russia. it. Fans in Russia, let the, let the lady know that you're, you're world famous, man. Worldwide. <laughs> worldwide. 
All right. Uh, don't forget, folks, hit the thumbs up button here as you're watching live on YouTube. This is also going to be a podcast up on our uh, feed that also includes seminal headlines, which is tomorrow, Tuesday, from 1 to 3 p.m. with Jeff, Corey, and Ira. So do subscribe to the podcast feed. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And hit that thumbs up as we wind things down here. Uh, we'll take maybe another question or so if the, anything trickles in here. Somebody's asking about The Rock, but you guys only break The Rock during wins. Um, Get Down or Lay Down says, can you do a Norvell? Can you do a Coach Norvell impression? Or can you do any coach impression? Or, or a teammate? Yeah, can you do a teammate impression? I don't want to get you in trouble with your coaches. Is there a teammate you can do an impression of? Let me think. I mean, you could just go like, you just grab a phone out and just like, just start doing this, you know, and just like no, because then you're gonna know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the spot. Next week, I got you because I have time to prepare. Okay, okay, right on. Fair enough. All, All right. right. After the season, I'll do I'll do a coach Norvell impersonation. All right, I like it. I like it, everybody. All right. So even when the season's over, we'll still have another trench talk, and they'll be able to do that. All right, man, we've hit the 30-minute mark. I'm not going to keep you for a minute longer than you have to be here, man. So we really do appreciate your time, Devontae. We'll see you out of practice Tuesday, man. Thanks for your time. Yes, sir. Thank you all for having me. Thank you all for watching this edition of War Chant TV. It's been Trench Talk with Devontae Love Taylor. Hit that thumbs up on your way out. We certainly would appreciate it. We'll see you on the next one.